we're told that although Matan Torah happened uh, close to three and a half thousand years ago, every time a Yid learns Torah, it should be Kachadoshim. It's as if Hashem is speaking those words now. So if it's new, today for the first time Hashem spoke those words. The question is, how could it be like new? We know that Hashem spoke these words 3,000 years ago, over 3,000 years ago. Why would it be even today like new, as if it's the first time? How could that be? So we know what it says in Chesidus, that the words that a Jew speaks today, the words of Torah that a person uh, articulates today echoes the voice of Hashem at Har Sinai. So those words of Hashem are still reverberating every single day. And every day when a Jew says words of Torah, he's actually echoing the words of Hashem. Hashem, he's just a mouthpiece for Hashem's words. The question is, first of all, how, how does that happen? If Hashem spoke three and a half thousand years ago, how can a Jew today, who says the words of Torah, saying that he's echoing Hashem's words, Hashem's words are speaking through him, even today. And even if there is a way of explaining this, we need to understand what is accomplished by this. Let's say that we can find a way to explain that Hashem's words is being spoken today. Not only three and a half thousand years ago, but it's being spoken all the time. So today, if a Jew learns Torah, he's actually now, Hashem is speaking those words through him. But what, what's the purpose? We already know what the information is. We know what Hashem said three and a half thousand years ago. What is accomplished? What is added? Through the fact that a yid, through learning Torah today, renews that communication of Hashem that took place at Sinai today as well. That now Hashem is speaking those words. So the Rebbe explains in the Maimer a very interesting point. It's not the point that Hashem keeps saying it over and over again. Every time a Jew speaks, Hashem says those words. The meaning of this Chazal is when, what is Matan Torah? Matan Torah is not just Hashem speaking some words and revealing some information. Matan Torah is a, an exposure, a revelation of a very lofty, transcendent energy, divine energy, divine light, that came down into the world. That light came from a place which is limitless, where the constraints of time and space have no place. And Hashem took the Torah, which comes from a world which is beyond any constraints of time and space, has no connection to any of these ideas of time and space. And He revealed it through time and space. He made that level of divine energy penetrate and permeate a world of time and space, that every moment of time was permeated with His presence. And every moment of space, which is why Chazal say that since the revelation came from a place which is beyond the constraints of, of space, that's why the words of Hashem was echoed in every direction, from east, west, north, south, up and down. You could hear the words coming out of everywhere. They emanated from every, every, uh, every bit of space, right? every inch. Of, of space in the entire universe kept screaming out the words of Hashem. The question, why is that? 
Because since the words of Hashem come from a place which has no constraints of space, so when such a level, such a dimension of limitlessness comes down, penetrates the world of space, and enters the world of space, it by definition emanates from every bit of space. There's not a this is not an iota of space that is not permeated with that voice, with that communication, with that revelation. Because it comes from a place which has no limitations. So when it does unite with space, it manifests itself in such a way that every, every iota of space screams out and echoes the words of Hashem. And the Rebbe says in a similar way with time, just like it is with space. When something of such limitless nature such as the communication of Torah that comes from the divine source that is beyond time and space. When it enters the zone of space, it automatically, by definition, emanates from every corner of space and every inch of space because it is limitless. So therefore, it cannot be restricted to only one space and not the other space. It encompasses the entire corpus of space. The same thing is true with time. That although... Hashem spoke these words at Har Sinai on the 6th of Sivan. But because this revelation, this communication, was of a substance that is infinite and limitless, coming directly from its divine source at the loftiest level, so when it comes down into the realm of, of time, it cannot be restricted to one moment of time. Because it's beyond time, future, past and present are all one. So when it, when it expresses itself, it exposes itself, it exposes in every moment of time of all of history simultaneously. In other words, the future and the past and the present are all there simultaneously in that moment because it comes from a place which is beyond the stretch of time. So all of time is there condensed into one moment. So when Hashem spoke and infiltrated through his speech, through so this revelation of divinity, through time, it, is, was, it was projected or injected into every moment of time simultaneously. Because all of time was there at the same time. So every moment in history is a moment which Hashem spoke those words at Har Sinai. It's one communication. It's not Hashem is speaking again and again and another time and another time. Every moment, every time a Jew learns Torah. Every moment of time is that very moment that Hashem spoke the first time. It's a fascinating idea. And the Rebbe says like this. This is how Hashem endowed every moment of time and every iota of space with his presence. His presence, the way he is limitless, the way he transcends the constraints of time and space. And the result of that is that every iota of space and every moment in time has been simultaneously affected by this revelation. But that may remain concealed every moment of time. That divine communication that permeated and infiltrated every moment of time in history, in creation. We, we may not see the divinity that was being communicated by Matan Torah in every moment of time, in every iota of space. So this is our Aveda. 
What the Medrash says is, just like Hashem came down on Har Sinai, He also gave the power during Matan Torah for us to transform ourselves and the world around us from its lowly state to make it more refined so that when the Divine Presence comes down to earth, it is in a way where the earth is ready to receive Him and is compatible with that kind of revelation. In other words, there's two ways by which God can reveal His presence. One is by being revealed to the lowly world in spite of the of the state and the lowly state of the world. Although the world is is total contradiction with Hashem, it's a limited world, finite world, a crude world, mundane world, and Hashem's presence is infinite, right? Infinitely sublime and transcendent, and has no limitation. How did these two communicate, become one? How did they they become fused together and, and synthesized completely? assimilated one with another. <clears throat> so one is that Hashem has no limitation, so he can come down even to such a place which is a total contradiction to him. He's no limit. He can crash down on earth and show his presence even though the place is not susceptible to him. That's called milmaila lamata. When the Hashem comes down to earth by virtue of his initiative that is omnipotent, limitless, and he can come down wherever he wants, regardless of whether it makes sense for Hashem to be revealed in such a place. But then Hashem didn't want that. He wanted, that was Hashem did on Har Sinai, he came down on the mountain, right? It was a unilateral thing that Hashem came down and, 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 and revealed himself within the physicality of the physical earth through time and space. But then he said, this is all a catalyst, right? It's a it's a beginning, it says, I'm the big, I begin a process, and the real purpose of all this is that you now take the initiative and do something very radical and revolutionary. You change the world so that the world becomes a place which is uh, consistent with that kind of revelation. When Hashem comes down unilaterally on the Mount Sinai, the world is not a type of place where Hashem's presence could be revealed, but Hashem, because he's uh, unlimited and he's omnipotent, he can come down wherever he wants, even a place that doesn't make sense. But Hashem wanted us to also change the world. And this is only we can do. Take ourselves, refine ourselves, overcome the barriers that keep us hostage of our material and physical natures and make ourselves more susceptible and sensitive to spiritual and divine reality. And then the connection of Hashem with the world is a much deeper connection because the world is not in spite of the world. It's because the world is now in a state where it can receive and internalize and unite with that divine revelation. That's called And when we learn Torah every, any moment in time and we do a mitzvah any moment in time or any space in the universe, we are revealing the divine communication that happened during the, the Matan Torah, the Mount Sinai event, when Hashem endowed every moment with His infinite presence through Torah, through the Ten Commandments, which is inherent in every moment in history and in every yod of space. And when we learn, we refine that moment. We refine that bit of space in which we learn the Torah. And... We, we reveal that communication of Har Sinai within 
the fabric of the physical world, within the fabric of time and space, was added through the fact that he learns Torah, and he becomes a mouthpiece for Hashem, it means that he's revealing that communication that heaven has seen through every moment in time, through every piece of space, and he's revealing it through his efforts or her efforts. He's transforming that physical moment, that physical bit of space, and he's making it a keili, a vessel that is susceptible to this divine revelation. And that is something that Hashem desired very much. Hashem wanted it now that he should come down on earth and crash down in spite of what earth, the crudeness and the, the primitivity of, of, of the nature of earth, but he wanted that we transform the earth and make it such a place where the divine presence becomes natural there. The divine presence resonates with the world. And this is what we accomplish. This is the meaning of what Chazal is saying. When he learns Torah, at that moment Hashem speaks. That means we're revealing the speech of Hashem that, was endowed, that has endowed that moment in time and it begins to speak through the person at that moment.